And it's Bruce Claggett in for Jill Bennett. Yes, want to fly away or just take vacation because it is summertime? Maybe you don't have enough vacation days left or you want to save them somewhere else? Well, there's a new catchphrase that may apply to you. It's called hush travel. Yeah, keeping it quiet, hush travel. And it's especially true or available to some people who do remote work. What is hush travel? Well, it refers to when remote workers do not inform their bosses that they are going to a new destination, even a tropical island or some unknown tourist spot. The theory being that if you plan to take time off but uh, don't have enough, if uh, the work is still done, you can just do your work. Make it a work day, but do the work while you're away enjoying a vacation. There's no need to tell your boss or colleagues. And, you know, when it comes to a Zoom meeting, just turn the camera off. I guess that's part of the idea. Let's talk with Danielle Riddle of a, you know, she's the CEO of Inspired Travel Group. i got to ask you, Danielle, have you heard about this uh, being a growing trend? Or is this just uh, kind of available to a select few? Um, Yeah, I've certainly heard about it being a growing trend and it's something that, you know, since COVID, I think brought this to light. Um, Everyone was working remotely and and at the time, businesses had no choice but to be accepting people working from wherever was possible. Um, And since we've gone back to work, people have thought, well, hang on a minute, I've got the tech possibilities here to be able to work abroad so why not just pack up and um, and and head off and and work while I'm while I'm vacationing and, and hence this concept has come about, which is hush travel. Hush travel, and it's amazing because there's so much you can do when you work remotely, and some of those are just incremental. Like it's no big deal if I just pop out for a few minutes to take the dog out for a pee, or if I maybe take a few minutes more and go and get a couple grocery items I forgot about, and then it can extend out to, well, what if I just go on vacation and still do the work? I think it's, um, I think the concept is like, it it sounds exciting and, and, and people think I can get away with this. You know, I can go, no, nobody's going to know what I'm doing. Um, But more importantly, I think when it comes to hush travel is that, it probably doesn't need to be a thing. Um, I think leisure travel is probably more what we're leaning towards and as a business owner is something that we probably need to be more aware of. If our if our employees are going on these hushed travel trips regardless, it, it, there's no sense in putting our head in the sand about it either. So although it's a great idea for the employee as something a little bit maybe mischievous to do and be able to work and travel, maybe as a, as a whole, companies need to start embracing the idea of actually factoring this into our policies and being able to be more flexible in our approach to how our staff work and produce results. Well, it's another way that we're redefining work, isn't it? I mean, we've for a long time have not had this ability to do remote work and remote work was only done by a select few. Now it's really expanded out to so many more that can do it with software and uh, Zoom meetings and the pandemic. If it did anything, it sure taught us a few lessons. But uh, I also think that there are some people that have been doing this 
for years. And they aren't employees. They work for themselves. And they've always said that, yeah, I can do it anywhere in the world. I've known those people. You probably have too. Oh, absolutely. And look, I practice what I preach, right? Like I am literally traveling as we speak. So, you know, um, my life is based on on the pleasure travel concept. And at Inspired Travel Group, we really, really encourage it, particularly with our own staff, because what it does do is promote so much more health and wellness for our staff. And it, it makes for happy staff and productive staff. And if, if that's what you want out of your team, um, enabling them to have the flexibility in their lifestyle is really going to achieve that. And I, I think that's something that is very positive of the concept of hush travel and turning it into something companies can truly embrace without people having to hide it. Um, I think the the hush travel concept has, um, like I said, it's a great talking point and it's kind of exciting and and employees think, oh, wow, this is something fun I can do to, to try and, you know, get the best of both worlds. But realistically, we can we can make this happen in the workplace regardless and give people the best of both worlds and embrace this concept as a business. Yeah. Uh, Danielle, if I wanted to embrace this as a concept, if I am Mm -hmm. an employer, what might be the conversation that I would have right at the beginning of hiring somebody? What might I want to say to encourage people to actually do it above board? Well, I think by working it into the structure of your company, not only is it um, potentially very productive for you, but it's alluring as well for for being able to get great employees. If people know that you offer this amazing, flexible environment, it's something, it's, it's a company people want to work for. And so I think when hiring people and talking about the opportunity to work remotely, um, straight off the bat, they realize that, oh, there's an opportunity here for me to enjoy my life and also be productive at the same time. And so being able to understand when you're interviewing people, if they have the ability to work independently and are self-motivated, those are kind of the key questions as to whether or not it will work and is sustainable for your business. It does take a different structure of an organization, but I think the covid impact of how we had to restructure our businesses quickly gave us an idea of whether or not we can or can't do this. And I think that you can see in the wake of COVID what's happened where so many businesses have maintained a partial or complete remote environment really shows that this is the way of the future. People should be able to work and still have their lifestyle and incorporate the two. And if we can be productive and if we can maintain our KPIs um, while still enjoying our life uh, and, the, and the leisure that comes along with traveling and being abroad, um, then, then everybody wins in the end. So, yeah, I think it's, it's about approaching it with the staff in the sense of they're going to have more independent responsibility to be able to achieve their work goals, but there's a huge reward at the end of it. You know, I've got three friends, colleagues, actually, that uh, live in Mexico. Uh, One of them uh, lives in Mexico six months of the year, six months of the year up in the interior. But all three of them are able to carry out jobs, regular jobs, working remotely. 
But when it comes to travel, I wonder if there is a bit of a difference because when I travel, I would love to, and I'll put a caveat on this, but I would love to be able to say, no work whatsoever, Bruce. You are going on vacation. That's it. You're traveling. Have a good time. Leave the work behind. Are we now bringing work with us? Well, I guess that's the question. If you can compartmentalize it properly, then yes, it can be successful for you. And it, and it depends on the personality because people that can uh, structure their day properly and have a schedule, I know that's harder to do when you're traveling because you're trying to escape a schedule. But some people are very good at being able to assign certain days to traveling and certain days to relaxing. I guess if you think about the concept of you're going to travel somewhere where you know you can be comfortable and work is a very good idea. Have that already in your mind, how you're going to set yourself up and your workstation is a very good idea. Um, but know that the weekend where you would normally be at home, that's when you're going to schedule your activities, your, your, your leisure activities for the trip. And if you can think about it that way and say, well, if I was at home, I wouldn't have this opportunity. Yes, I'd have my normal weekend, but I can fly to Hawaii or I can fly to Mexico, set myself up for a few days, do my work per the hours that I'm required, and then shut my laptop and enjoy the weekend or the long weekend to have fun in the destination I'm going to. Because I think most people, when they do travel, as much as they don't want to have too much of a plan, we do tend to try and have a plan to maximize um, the experiences of where we're going. So if we just go blindly with no plan at all, uh, it can be a little bit difficult. So once you know that you're working and you're traveling, you can really easily structure that and make the most of of both, right? So again, I think it, it is a personality question whether or not people can yeah. do that. But speaking from experience myself, you know, I'm I'm quite strict with myself. I I would work all the time if I could. Um, it is my personality. But when I'm with my family and I'm with my kids, it's a great opportunity for me to be able to shut the laptop and then go out and enjoy where I am if I have those activities scheduled and ready and prepared for the kids. And essentially, it's the same as at home. I need to do that too. I need to switch off. And so I think once you get used to it, it does just become we're creatures of habit. So we're very good at adapting, which is what COVID taught us. And I think that's why it, it's working so well post-COVID. You know, some of us who have worked in the news media for years or worked as reporters, journalists, news anchors, talk show hosts, when we go on vacation, if something breaks out, that's a news story. We make that phone call back to a newsroom or start to send pictures on social media and start to be involved because we just can't separate out from the big story. It's a different sort of thing for us when we travel. Now, I've been in that situation many a time before, and my wife says, yeah, she married the news. Uh, but, uh, and some of that is this mindset for for me. It's like part of who I am, and I don't mind it. I, I get excited by my work. I guess there are some people, now you work in the travel industry, um, with the Inspired Travel Group and being the CEO of your own company, when you travel... You're always working, aren't you? 
Well, that's right. I was about to say I totally empathise with you because when I'm when I'm travelling, as much as I'm enjoying it is a it is a leisure activity. My work is my job. Uh, sorry, my work is travel. So essentially, yes, I'm always working when I'm travelling. But this comes back to again another another facet of it is that. I'm I'm doing my passion. I do what I love. So for me, I absolutely love being and visiting properties. I'm always switched on. Yeah. I'm always checking out the facilities and the experiences. So for me, it's like my choice to be doing that and I'm living what I love. So I think that's another key to it. Generally, if you're like you say, you're married, you're married to the news. It makes sense. It's what you love and you're successful at it. So it makes sense that if you're away and you get an opportunity, you're going to jump on that because you love it. And I think that's how it is for me too. Traveling and working goes hand in hand. Obviously, we're talking about people who have completely different careers, yeah. but want to try it, want to try and incorporate that travel into their, into their working life. And if anything can help you to reduce stress, even if you are in a high-powered position, if you can reduce stress by having that break time, even in the evening and having a nice dinner on a beach in Hawaii, I mean, imagine the difference of your of, of how rejuvenated you feel compared to always being obviously stuck in an office or doing that daily grind. I think it just breaks it up for people and when they so. try it once. They realise the huge benefits for them, just personally and psychologically. And hey, thanks for being with us, Bruce Claggett, in for Jill. We've been talking about hush travel, hiding it from your boss, and still working remotely. But this time, when you go on a vacation, Danielle Riddle has been our guest, CEO of Inspired Travel Group. Go ahead and take a couple of calls, Peter in Surrey. What do you think of this? I think it's just ridiculous. I'm just sick of this society we're living in nowadays. Hush travel. Don't tell your boss you're going away. And then your guest says, well, you know, maybe bosses should make travel part of the thing. And people go on holidays while they don't have the grind of the day and the stress. You know what life is? You go to work in the morning and come home at night. You work your ass off. I'm the boss. I'm 60. I'm the first in. I'm the last out. And you work. Part of life is a daily grind, teaching people about responsibility, the grind of the day, the grind of the morning, the grind of the night. This is just we're raising a society of people to have no responsibility just imagine going to work while you're on holidays and maybe doing some work while you're lying on the beach. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Love it. uh, No, I'll leave it there, Peter. And I definitely hear uh, kind of the tension in your voice being a boss and uh, thinking, you know, what about the boss? He does all the work. She does all the work. And then these people just do that. Let's go to Vancouver and Ken. What do you think? Well, wow, that was a pretty passionate. T- yeah, my name's Ken. I'm calling from Vancouver. My twist on this, and this is true, during COVID, my boss, he's a president and CEO, I won't name the company, but we found out that he was actually in Florida. He was working out of Florida. We would have daily calls on Zoom, and they were always virtual. And, you know, funny story, um, a pal of mine told me you can track people's locations through their emails. So lo and behold, he was working out of Florida. I thought it was shameful and not telling people. It's one thing to do it and be open about it. 
I've never done it myself. Ken? I've taken like you. I've taken calls, but it was a it was a shocker. I think you're getting right to the heart of the point, and it's being honest about it. And I think Danielle, you mentioned that uh, you know we should get rid of the phrase hush travel and just be open about it thanks everybody by the way wish we had more time did not get to your calls jackson and jim my apologies for that because this is really an interesting one i think we're going to hear so much more about it and uh danielle riddle uh ceo um appreciate your time there's more here isn't there yeah look i think that I, I, I do think that it shouldn't be hush travel, and this is what causes contention. A boss going away and being in Florida, um, if the staff don't know about it, of course, it's deceitful. Why would you do that? There's no reason to do that. They can lead by example, and I think that's what we need to be doing, and that's probably the point is to be honest and even the, even the staff be honest and turn it into pleasure travel and workations and, honest and that whole new concept will be will be embraced. Thank and you. Honestly, we, we can't avoid it. <laughs>